Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's Dave Neal, stand-up comic host of Bachelor Nation News. Happy Hump Day, February 8th, 2023. Are you guys ready to do this? It's the State of the Bachelor Union, and this is Bachelor Rush Hour. That's right, folks. The State of the Bachelor Union is strong out here, and we got some drama to get to. None of it involves Zach. Well, maybe a little bit. We've got former leads throwing each other under the bus in the most fascinating story of the week. Caitlin Bristow, Nick Vial, Battle Royale! So much to talk about. I'm going to have my featured content for you today, the full commentary that I have between the Nick Vial, Caitlin Bristow uh, brawl that keeps, I mean, they called this fight years ago and they're still spilling onto the streets. So we're going to get to that. Uh, But first, we're going to share some other content with you because we have a lot to talk about today. And these videos are all available on the YouTube, but have a listen. Rachel Recchia announces breast reduction surgery happening next month. Okay, so this is kind of a really big deal for me, but I wanted to come on and ask if there are any women or what women have experienced getting a breast reduction and wondering what kind of advice there is out there. I have been in the process of going through my insurance. So the audio is not great, so I'll just fill you in. She's tried to get her insurance to cover this, but um, but in the end, she's paying out of pocket, which must be very expensive. I hear it's a very tough surgery, but everyone who says they have gotten it uh, has enjoyed the results. She's uh, She had mentioned her doctor said she can go from a double D slash D down to a C, and um, we covered that whole story on the podcast. You can go check that out. I'm sorry, on the YouTube channel. You can go check that out. Just search Dave Neal. Link in the comment section. But uh, we wish her well. She's going to require some time off, and she's got her friend and roommate Jen Parisi there to uh, take care of her. In other news, our featured story of the day, until the Nick Vial story came out, was that uh, Christina Mandrell making news in the uh, U.S. Sun, which is, of course, where I go for journalistic integrity. Girl Gone Wild, Bachelors Wild, Christina Mandrell hit on the other women during boozy first night on set in Scrapped TV Scene. That's right. She was accused of hitting on other women and even attempting to kiss one of the ladies. And someone said she might have been slipped extra drinks because they're only allowed two drinks drinks an hour so they don't get too drunk. But if you ask me, two drinks an hour is uh, enough for me to get wasted, but that's because I'm going no sugar. So I'm a lightweight over here. Cheap date, Dave. But either way, that story is popping off on YouTube. It's got an incredible amount of traction. Everyone's interested in Christina, even though she is no longer on the show. And a quick other story here. Blake Horseman did a Q&A, and someone said, is it weird hanging with people that weren't nice about Paradise, Kaylin and Dean? And he said, you know, it is what it is. Because as we know, a few weeks ago, or last week, when Rachel Reckie and Clayton were spotted together, Blake and Kaylin were spotted together. And he said, we're all adults, and if our job requires us to work together, we do it. Uh, time heals a lot, and it's not easy living with anger in your your heart need to eventually move on, which is a uh, great advice for all of us. Let's move on. When you have bitterness on, on you, it really, it's like you're trying to poison someone else, but you're poisoning yourself, right? So good on Blake for moving on. And I'm just lucky I don't have to work with my exes. Isn't that nice? All right. Well, let's get into it. This uh, clip needs no explanation. Uh, the rest of this podcast is going to be a complete deep dive into the he said, she said of Caitlin Bristow v. Nick Vial. Have a listen and don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, follow, share it with your mom, and leave a nice review. Let's get into it. Caitlin Bristow has been chatty recently. She's been making some headlines. First, 
She says that she got ghosted by Chris Harrison after uh, she got the Bachelorette hosting gig. She said that she messaged him 10 times without him responding. And her only intention in doing that was to let him know that he was irreplaceable and she wasn't trying to step on his toes. 10 times? Apparently. So she says. That's a lot. I've reached out to him a couple times. Mm -hmm. By the way, they fixed this cord issue that they had here. They got new mic stands. So very nice, nicely done. Let's just get rid of these uh, candles in the backdrop and we'll be all set. I think like two, three or four. Mm -hmm. And there were at different times and it was for various reasons. And he didn't get back to me, but it never felt like a... Blatantly ignoring you. Yeah. So Nick says he reached out three to four times. Chris Harrison never got back to him and it didn't feel like blatantly being ignored. What, whereas Caitlin in the interview with Chris Harrison that they leave out, uh, Chris Harrison says, well, you texted me 10 times, but it wasn't like 10 separate long texts. It was like a misfire, a resend that, no this, asterisks that. So it wasn't like, you know, 10 separate texts. It felt mm-hmm. like, you know, he was going through a crisis, whether mm-hmm. of his own doing or not. Mm-hmm. And... It really wasn't about getting a response. Right. Yeah, no, the way... But 10. Yeah, the, the way that Caitlin said this, I listened to the podcast and oh, covered good. it, is she was very distraught over it. Like, okay. she called mm-hmm. Chris her best friend. She said that, yeah, yeah, like, she spoke about him, that they were very close, and well. said that she reached out to him 10 times. He wasn't answering. She thought that he hated her. But then, and I have not listened to it yet, so... I can't really form an opinion, but now she's on Chris Harrison's mm-hmm. podcast. So now this feels a little empty to me, right? Like you. T- oh, Elizabeth, you're a you're a prestigious reporter uh, for Variety. Uh, I, by the way, Elizabeth Wagmeister had a great interview with Colton Underwood, probably the best interview that anyone did with Colton Underwood. But you just said you can't form an opinion if you didn't listen to it, and that's what this whole conversation is going to be about. Talk all about not that I mean I think I think yes I think that people should talk and should make up and there is you know room for redemption of course but it's like you do a podcast you get all these headlines and then Mm -hmm. oh guess whose podcast i'm gonna go on Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't think Caitlin had planned to go on Chris Harrison's podcast. As Caitlin Bristow had mentioned, she had talked about this quote unquote ghosting in the past. Caitlin Bristow never called it ghosting. The podcast producers who aired the clip called it Chris Harrison ghosted Caitlin. So she never used the big old, the big old G word there. But of course, after that, after that uh, blows up, which I think she recorded before she went on a retreat. So she recorded that podcast a few weeks ago with Not Skinny But Not Fat. Now, of course, Chris Harrison's like, let's get her on the show. Like, this is hot news. There's nothing sinister about this. There was no pre-planned publicity there. Try to say that fast. Pre-planned publicity. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the same thing. It seems a little... They're all, okay, so I, in my humble opinion, they're looking for snark where there isn't, but hey, that's what we do here. We watch other people's content and we try to put out fires or start them, depending on what needs to happen. Whatever. Am yeah. I the one who's... <laughs> I kind of... I see where Caitlin's coming from in terms of like, I would be so anxious if I was like, this is someone who I feel close to. It's inherently awkward that Thank I... Thank you for some pushback. Get her a raise. I have your job after you exited in a way that was like, not necessarily something you wanted for yourself. Like, I totally see where she's coming from of kind of like needing that, like, wait, hello, like, 
hi. Like, By the way, I've developed a storyline. I don't know if it's true. If someone could DM me, I've developed a storyline that the two producers don't like each other because they've switched sides and, and they're kind of like fighting to be like, who's the star producer? It never ends well with multiple producers. Who's in charge? Too many chiefs in the, uh, too many uh, chefs in the kitchen. Is that how it goes? Just really trying to make sure like we're cool, trying to make sure we're cool and to like be like iced out like that. Like I would also be kind of oh, like no. frantic. But then you I go on a podcast right. and talk about it. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. And I don't then now really the Chris point. is willing to respond to you and like have you on a show like but to both exactly. of them it's like it's too public yeah because i told your podcast <laughs> don't say, it's too public though your whole fan base likes tea and that's what you have to deliver to prince of magazines here totally agree with you with caitlin i was like that sucks like why aren't yeah. you getting a response but then 48 hours later they're like and look now we're on another podcast it like just- i said she recorded the podcast with nasking but not fat several weeks ago because she just went on some long retreat mm-hmm. yeah it's like very mm-hmm. pr like, it's not pr uh, yeah. yeah and the episode is called unghosted i just i can't you I'm- can elizabeth you can here's what i'll say say it. not to give you a compliment but i will give you a compliment go go give the guy whose show you're on a compliment i think you know after your time on The Bachelor, not any secret. You had a lot of fans. You had a lot of not fans. And I think what you've done really well is you've gone out and done your own thing. And yet we're talking about Bachelor today. So no uh- objection. Nick, like everybody, lives off of the traffic that comes from having been on the show. We have to acknowledge that. And Nick will acknowledge that. He knows. You know, it's, that's not a bad thing. You, you, that's where you come from. Of course, you talk about Bachelor, but your podcast is about relationships. You have therapists on like you've formed this really great podcast with your team here. And so far, granted, it's new. What we've seen from Chris's podcast is it's just let's talk about The Bachelor. And I just wonder, is that the whole podcast? Is he just going to continuously try to capitalize off of the show that he left? Left. Okay, here's the deal. Oh, It doesn't take a degree in PR to realize that, yes, the best way for Chris to launch his new podcast is to have as many high-profile Bachelor alumni on it as possible. Let me tell you something. Nobody who's only a fan of Amazing Race gives two flying Fs what Chris Harrison has to say. He's going to have to get the Bachelor audience on and then wean them off Bachelor and bring them somewhere else. Nick will tell you, Elizabeth. Or is it that... He's going to do something else. You know, I just wonder, does the well run dry at a certain point? I talked about when I first started the show, I talked about certainly the Bachelor at times. We didn't recap the Bachelor when I first started the show. We would. They're literally talking about Bachelor alumni and a Bachelor host. Sprinkle it. So Elizabeth is giving Nick a compliment for not talking about the Bachelor while discussing <clears throat> the Bachelor. And here and there mm-hmm. when it made sense. Losing because my that was an act of choice to try to build something outside of it. But certainly, you know, I, I knew where I came from, so to speak. Nick knows where he comes from. He's a smart businessman. You can do one episode a week of Bachelor and then one episode a week of non-Bachelor. You got to feed the beast. That's all he's doing. So he, he completely understands that, you know, this is the audience and then bring him to a new notable guest. Clickbait with Bachelor titles. Talk about Chris Harrison a little bit. But, um... Elizabeth, I mean, you can't you can't look at what Nick's done over the last three, four, five years and compare it to what Chris Harrison done has done in the last three, four, or five episodes. It's a brand new podcast. And I'm not here to defend Chris Harrison. It's just a smart thing to do. So you try mm-hmm. to find that balance. Yeah, I mean, he 
he's going hard to the paint, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Wells and Ben, uh, Caitlin, you know, I think those are some of his early guests, and we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wish him nothing but the best in his podcast endeavors. Smart from Nick, and I'm sure we'll see him on Chris Harrison's podcast soon. Yeah. So. It's certainly making a lot of headlines. So it's, uh, it's objective, yeah, complete. Sure, yeah, I'm trying to be positive here. You know, Elizabeth's trying to carry the story, and Nick's not having it. He's like, "No, no, I don't think so." Well, we got we got two more clips to play. Uh, it's going to get interesting. If that wasn't the interesting part, and again, I'm not throwing shade at Elizabeth. I think she's really good at what she does. I just think like uh, we had producer on the right here, sort of pushback, but you know, it's good to have some pushback when everyone. It kind of feels like um, babysitters, uh, not babysitters. It, it feels like sleepover vibes when everyone's talking trash about someone who's not there because they're mischaracterizing what actually went down, and they're about to mischaracterize what Caitlin said on the podcast. Let's keep listening. Yeah. And you're like, sure. <laughs> yeah yeah so i mean the headlines i you know we like getting headlines it's nice to get no, but that's he- what i mean but like it's like the, you try to it. find the headlines that have i find like the headlines like i we often i i don't love i hate i hate getting caught up in in these types of headlines yeah look i mean here's the deal it's one of those things. You, you never want the headline to be about you. You never want the news to be about you. But at the same time, that's what drives the traffic. That's what buys his producers their health insurance. It's what keeps their show going is being a part of this life cycle. Now, nobody gets criticized more than Nick Vial by other alumni. He's got active beefs with Rachel Recchia, Katie Thurston, Blake Horseman, Caitlin Bristow. Um, I, you know, the list goes on. But to his credit, that's because he has a successful podcast. You know, everyone cares what Joe Rogan says because he's the biggest podcaster in the world. When you have something big, people listen to it, they come for you. And when he shares his opinion, it's a little different than, say, if Ivan Hall shared his opinion. No offense to Ivan Hall. All right, so here's where it gets juicy. If you didn't think that was juicy, here it comes. This is uh, how Caitlin Bristow described uh, Nick as the uh, on her season where the producers tried to sexualize him to her. But there was one producer, uh, after I would kiss him, she would come in and wipe my lips and lick her lips and be like, oh, I just want to know what it tastes like to make out with Nick. They really put him on a pedestal to me. That was part of their tactic. I was brainwashed. Uh I'm sorry. Did you not have a relationship before the show, which is the reason that you went on her show? She didn't meet you in this incubator to like brainwashed into liking you she liked you before so so here's the deal here's the deal we have to in order to fully understand this we have to listen to what caitlin bristow actually said i've never even said this you get the exclusive one producer actually said to me after i would kiss him she'd come and like and by the way I don't know why they don't play the full audio. They do so much he said, she said. If anyone, if a hey, Nick producers, I will share with you the simple way to just play audio. You, there's this button. It's a triangle that's pointing east. And if you just hit the play, it's called the play button. But if you hit that, you can just listen to what they actually said. Like, like wipe my, vagina. Li- my lips. And she would swipe my lips and like lick her lips and be like, oh, I just want to know what that tastes like to like make out with Nick. They made, they really like put him on a pedestal to me. And he was less hot then. That was pre-glow up. Rude. Pre-glow up. Rude. And they that re- was pre-glow up. And Sean was so good looking. I Sean was always was, like, Sean, 
could get it. Totally. Yeah, and I was like, oh, well, it's shot. And then, but they really, but you know, that was part of their tactic. And, and so she talks about her tactic. I cut it off here, but I want to continue it. 39, 39. So then what was said after that is um, the part where the producers were trying to brainwash her. She doesn't say that they actually succeeded. And way she too. like that is raunchy. I know. Have a listen. I know. So you were thinking, oh, so you were like, Basically brainwashed. brainwashed that he's a sexual beast that you need to like. Wait, hold on, hold on. I want to I want to make sure I get this right. Does Caitlin say she was brainwashed? Well, hold on. Let's just try listen. They, they're talking over each other. Hold on. Oh, we lost it there. Hold on one second. Part of the reason I did want to talk about it is I was like, why are we why are we shaming people for this? Or like, we make fun oh, of virgins really sexualized. And Sean was so good looking. And you were like basically brainwashed. brainwashed that he's okay a, so caitlin does say at that point she was basically brainwashed a sexual beast that you need to like and he find would, out and he like he was very sexual with me he really like made me feel desired and he'd like like he was really sexual yeah so and, caitlin starts to spill some tea here saying he was really sexual she doesn't blame nick she blames the producers for sexualizing him. Uh, so it's not like she's she's admitting she didn't like him before the producers came up. She's just saying the producers made the situation like like hot and heavy. Um, so it doesn't, again, it's not, I don't believe the producers of Nick's show are actively trying to mischaracterize what Caitlin's saying. It just sounds different with the tone, if you ask me. Or to like, brainwashed into liking you she liked so you before she so she said she was brainwashed not brainwashed into liking him that so what we have here is caitlin telling not skinny not fat something then we have producer a um responding slightly tweaking it just paraphrasing and then nick responding to that i mean it's a long game of telephone and, and nick's on the ass end of the human centipede because someone asked her uh i guess what my breath smells like or how I tasted that from that she moment had no forward, opinions she herself had, she was incapable yeah. of decision making also that was just so gross mm -hmm. like that description I was like mm, we yeah. I'm lived. sure it probably had I'm sure it was true oh a hundred so Nick Nick's probably the most level-headed one here <laughs> you know he goes yeah that probably happened percent that's yeah. why I'm like oh god that's but like, really what you, gross like what do you but like no offense, because of that you guys had no, no know, other like, connection yeah, they didn't say that. Objection, Your Honor. Mischaracterization. It's a bit graphic, but like what? False what, equivalency. Like that's brainwashing. Almost like doesn't the show it's sexualize community. everyone? Isn't that kind of the point? Like all sure. those like yeah. group dates where they're like running around and like salad dressing and shirtless. Yeah, but a producer going up to Caitlyn, being like, "What is his? What is his? Uh, what of what of his farts smell like?" Is a little different. That you know, like it feels like I don't know. Yeah, I guess I guess she was incapable. It, it is it is interesting though to hear kind of the behind the scenes because when you're talking about the sexualizing, you're saying what we see on camera, but like, could you imagine? Nick probably could. He was on the show. But like a producer coming up to you and like licking their lips. Like that's gross. No, it is gross. <laughs> but I don't like, think that's like, the only reason like they I, had a connection. I, I can picture who it was. I know yeah. who it was if it's true. And like I, I can tell you this person wasn't. Right. Like it was probably a joke. <laughs> you know, like. Nick, you don't know. You weren't there. Maybe she was. <laughs> well, oh there's a little tiny bit more. Um, oh Caitlin on why <laughs> she really didn't enjoys yeah, <laughs> why she didn't text Nick's Nick congratulation on his engagement. Uh -oh. um, apparently she did not text you. Congrats once uh, the news was announced. And she said he does this whole thing about not texting your ex. So I was like, is this me crossing a line? So I mean, 
that's apparently she, the reason she didn't reach that out. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, she said, It does make sense. And she didn't say it in such a snarky way. That you would only invite you. Why am I turning into the Caitlin Bristow uh, defense fund? <laughs> her to his wedding for the headline. Like, if you want to join the Caitlin Bristow defense fund, please join me on Patreon at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. I knew this video would be a little bit longer. There's just a lot to get to here, but let's keep going. But that she would go if she and Jason scored an invite. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would do it for the headlines. Apparently, yeah. she's despite still, her being on a yeah, well, media I guess she's tour, she's still a little bit brainwashed, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we don't like to snark here. Not sitting well with me. Leave a comment. What's going on here? Yeah, the producer actually asked. All Caitlin said was, "Hey, I, you know, I didn't want to text him. He wrote the book. You don't text your ex, so I thought I wouldn't text him. You know, we they dated, but now he's got another girlfriend. This and that. I think they're upset. Caitlin, uh, Caitlin called Nick out." for having a young girlfriend. Um, I don't know if they're going to address that. Let's listen. Say that. <laughs> so, Nick, the journalist in me, I have to ask a question. Uh -huh. Please, fight back. Are you inviting back. her to your wedding? No. Okay. And nor, and nor would I be invited. Like, we're not. Well, I feel like you said, like, you want to keep it, like. Also, she's not my ex. Oh. You, you do. He said this before, though. He doesn't view Bachelor things like that as, like, exes. Whatever. I think the whole Somebody thing. you had sex with um, on a TV show. Let's let's get to the semantics. Things kind of dumb. I also think it's interesting for her to be talking like so, like the show brainwashed me. The producer did this, da 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 da. And I was like, you were the Bachelorette. You went on to host then the Bachelorette. And when she came on our show, she said that she very much wanted to continue hosting the Bachelorette, specifically the season with two of them. She wanted to keep working with them, but then Jesse got all of them. She said she was really hurt by that, and now it's like. Well, the show did this, the producers did this and whatever. And I'm like, I doubt she would be saying this stuff if she was still working for them. You ever watch a nature show where the moose fights the bear and the moose has its skill and the bear is strong? Uh, <laughs> and you don't know who's going to win because they're both like, you know, alpha, you know, apex predators because moose will F you up. Uh, Nick is the moose. And Caitlin's the bear, okay? And they're both, uh, boy, hi, where are we going to get? The, I feel like uh, David Attenborough. The boost messed up the bear. Um, they're both taking shots at each other because they're top dogs. They are A, A plus alumni. They are both the most successful, most lucrative, and best podcast of the alumni. And the twi in these wars, let me tell you something. Caitlin Bristow will respond to these shots that are being fired. Yeah, it does come off like a tiny bit scorned, which I think is like very human, like to just kind of be like, oh, you don't want me? Well, fuck you. Like, you know, like I think that's like a very like human reaction to have. But it does, I think for someone who like started out on the show as like such like a positive, kooky, funny like person, it's this direction just like feels like kind of a departure from like. And, not, and again, not to criticize the producers. I like them. If they were on Caitlin's payroll, they would be anti Nick. Do you know what I mean? They're just on the they're on the boss's payroll. I get it. He provides health insurance for them, which, again, I think is a very noble thing. So congrats to Nick for that. The way that I feel like I was introduced to her and like the vibe I got from her, like yeah. based on like the content that she creates, like that feels like it's really coming from the heart. Like yeah. this just kind of feels like. Like, Girl, why are why? we unearthing random stuff? Here's what else. Seems to be a lot lately, though. I don't yeah. Know. There, so this is what I was going to say. And I think largely maybe because of Chris's podcast, I think there's a lot of former Bachelor news making its way sure. into headlines. And so I really like Caitlin. I don't know her personally at all. Like, I've always really sure. I've interviewed her one or two times. I've always really liked her. I actually um, I liked a lot of what she said on this recent podcast, but 
like it's kind of hard to point a finger at any which person because let's be honest you included nick love you but let's be honest you guys all use the bachelor for your own yeah. benefit so and you know thank you elizabeth wagmeister journalistic integrity thank you and you say that's, that all that's the time kind of my like i don't so, understand about all this stuff it's yeah just like i and by the way, you'd be I, foolish not to, I right? I don't like defend the show. I mean, but that's where it's confusing because a few minutes ago, Elizabeth says you've you've moved on, and now she says you use the show, just like Chris Harrison and Caitlin Bristow, just like they're going to use the show. You can move on. You can be Rachel Lindsay and have moved on and still talk about a show that you are a part of. They have. It's just like it's it's the cherry picking that mm -hmm. some of my peers seem to do when it's beneficial to them to. Yeah, criticize certain things when and if you're still listening wake up here's where it gets interesting i tell you who felt really manipulated and brainwashed on caitlin's season this guy whoa <laughs> mm -hmm. who has two thumbs and felt brainwashed <laughs> and it wasn't just from producers and and also as i've pointed out several times uh i'm internally grateful for how things played out and while angry and brainwashed and manipulated in the moment uh, I have said thank you to people, including Caitlin, about how things played out, whether they were deserving of that thank you or not, or whether they had my best intentions in the moment or not. I'm still grateful of all of it. And so, you know, and we covered this when Nick, Nick had said in the past, the way he was feeling, he felt let on, he felt all these things. And then, and then to Nick's credit, Caitlin responded in a way where she didn't hear his quote. She probably read the headline. So she's guilty of it too, but they both are allowed to talk about how they felt from that season. So I just try to look at it from that level and it that lens, on. from like 30,000 feet, rather than today, I'm going to play the victim because it serves me well. And but, but, but okay, and again, I'm so he's saying he's able to look at it from 30,000 feet, I guess in an airplane, I guess you go up in an airplane and look down on it. So he's saying he's able to do that, but he's not playing the victim today. That's what Caitlin Bristow's doing. She's not the victim today. She's just talking about her experience. You're both picking scabs and pretending like you're not bleeding. Tomorrow, <laughs> I'm mean? going to pretend when it's affecting someone else that it's, it's, it's a TV show. And mm -hmm. it's always easy right. to villainize the edit. Like it's kind of this built-in scapegoat of the medium of like, yeah, this is like quote unquote a reality TV show, but we all know how heavily curated like the storylines we get are. And so because of that like built-in element of it, you can kind of cherry pick when you want to sort of say, well, you have no idea what goes on behind the scenes and these are the things that were actually happening mm -hmm. and sort of suit whatever narrative at the moment you're feeling the most and people can't really fact check you in the same way. And the people who can like, don't want to because it was 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Totally. And look, most alums from this show do that. And you're absolutely right. If they called her tomorrow and said, we want you to host, she would be signing that contract immediately. So it's and that goes to everyone. I'm mm -hmm. not saying that's a bad thing. Like this is what this show does is you talk about it yeah. to get headlines and to stay relevant. And it, by the way, kind of going back to our conversation before of like the bachelor is dead. Isn't this proof that it's not like people are obsessed with hearing about it and talking totally. about people it are invested and they're yeah. invested. And that's what all the alums and bachelor nation know. So talk about it, talk shit on it, praise it when it works for you. It's all this like vicious cycle. That's just part of it. And everyone knows it. Like, I don't think Caitlin yeah. would be offended to hear that we're saying like, Oh, you're talking about it because it puts you in the headlines, but you'd also sign a contract to host. Like, although I would say she's she would probably be annoyed that you guys are commenting on it without listening to her audio clip. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. That's what you should do. You came off of a reality show. I will Do say your there research. Are definitely moments. 
Okay, this is it. Last part, last interesting part. It's a long video, but I mean, I, none of this is worth clipping out. This is really fascinating stuff. Where I, like... Yeah. Okay, so he's hesitating. He's like, do I share the thing I know? What do you know, Nick? Tell us. Uh, like, when I heard about this headline, mm -hmm. I was reminded of a particular story mm -hmm. that happened. Good two year, year and a half after uh, uh, Caitlin's season. Uh, that involved Caitlin and me. Are you gonna? No. Tell us. No. But it was. Are you sure? I, yeah. <laughs> I was reminded You're of like that story, and I remember thinking that would have been fun to tell. No. I There's can't. a microphone I, in front of you. It's just not. It's just not <laughs> worth it. And just. Yeah. And that's you know that's the thing. It's just uh, I don't. Ultimately, I don't think it's all that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. but I think it would be made into a huge deal. My guess, okay, I'm only speculating. My immediate guess was that there was some drunken sexting. That's my guess between him and Caitlin. Was that as fun for you guys as it was for me? What a roller coaster of emotions. That's what that was. So whose side are you on? Let me know. Don't forget, follow, like, rate it, review, bop it, swing it, slice it, smack it, do whatever you got to do. And I appreciate all those that have been supportive. We are a top 20 entertainment news podcast because of your subscribing, commenting, and rating. And thank you in advance to everyone who's joining the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the comment section. It's behind the scenes bonus content. I know you already get so much content. Maybe you just want to send me a tip, some bread in the tip jar. If that's the case, go to Patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Oh, until tomorrow, that's it for me today. I've been Dave Neal. This was Bachelor Rush Hour. person in like bachelor youtube believe it or not